The views and opinions expressed in the following program are those of Coal Investment Group and its staff. Coal Investment Group is a registered investment advisor. Call 262-522-4040. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning. Welcome. News Talk 1130 WISN, the Retirement Clinic on the air with your host, Chauncey Weisensell from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist back in studio. Welcome back, Chauncey. Yes, happy to be back. And uh, yeah, good morning to you. We've got Jeff Kowal later in the show joining us on a couple of segments. He'll be taking over the sexy segment. Which is kind of his thing, right? Yes, it is. He's got some good stuff with estate planning for the sexy segment. Oh, okay, good. Yes. That's It's usually about wealth management and preservation, how to keep your money. Not just get the money, but keep the money, right? Also, just got a special segment about things to do early in the year that can benefit you from a tax standpoint, Chauncey. That's all coming up later in the hour. Let's just give a little background. You're a financial advisor, one of many at the Kowal Investment Group. Yep. Um, with Marie, Joe, John, Jeff, Aaron Kowal, Aaron Spitzer, everyone that you, you hear doing the market reports yeah. and meet with uh, when uh, people come into the office. The market reports on WISN twice a day, Monday through Friday, uh, done by, yes, you, Chauncey, and a cast of many, many others from the Kowal Investment Group. That's been going on many, many years. During the Belling Show, 3 and 5 o'clock of weekdays, you capture the market report and activities that day. This show has been on. Do you know when? A long time. Probably, <laughs> probably longer than I've been around, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> it started, I believe, the week before 9-11, 2001. Okay. And then we were off because of the coverage that WISN yeah. was doing. Okay. Uh, when the terror attacks came and uh, just been at it ever since, the Kowal Investment Group has grown many locations to serve you. The world headquarters in Waukesha, in Ozaki County, Chauncey, you've got a Port Washington office to meet clients at. Yep. Phoenix, Arizona, in Racine, right off the freeway at the Highway 20 exit, and the newest addition is Heartland. I know you can probably, re- you know, we had snow on Wednesday. Yeah. Remotely, you could still do. Yeah, we, we do Zooms all the time with clients, especially, you know, you look at the lovely weather that we've had the last couple of weeks where we get a ton of snow or sleet or ice and, uh, and you reschedule or something. Sometimes it's just easy enough. Hey, let's just keep the time. We'll send you a Zoom link. Um, and we Zoom with clients in all other states and locations, wherever they are, too. Uh, that is nice. I mean, it came of age during COVID, I think. Yeah. And it stayed. Yeah, it stayed. <laughs> we even have some clients who are like, eh, they're not that far from the office, but. I'm just fine meeting you with you from my couch. That's right. If you want to go into yeah. the office, uh, it's very nice as well. So yeah. what, whatever you need. Now, the website, thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, K-O-W-A-L, I'll get it right this time. <laughs> Check out the website for more information, thekowalway.com. And the phone number for any questions, 262-522-4040. All right, a lot to do. We're going to have some fun in this first segment. You've got a really cool topic. Yeah, um, I think it'd be. I thought it would be a, a fun to talk about the 10 best states to retire in. Um, and this is from an article by Travel and Leisure. Um, and they what they did is they actually compiled a bunch of different information from a bunch of different sources to try to put it together. Um, so just a few of the... Of, the sources that they have in here is they looked at uh, WalletHub, who looks at 47 different indicators um, of three overall topics. Bankrate did a similar thing. They look at cost of living, taxes, culture, weather, crime rates, population of retirees, 
Uh, Money Rate did a similar thing, and then The Motley Fool actually did something a little bit different. They surveyed uh, about 1,500 Americans over 55 and just got their opinions on the most crucial things, and then based on that, they kind of gave them a weight, right, and made those indicators. And those things are similar to I mentioned before, but uh, real quick again, housing costs, health care, crime. Um, After that, they have housing costs, non-housing costs, weather, uh, proximity to family, and walkability. Um, I'm writing these down and I'm thinking about it. Okay, where do you want to retire? You know, your family's in Wisconsin. I just look at my own life. My kids do not. uh, One is married, one's not, but maybe on her way soon because she just bought a house. But anyway, you know, you want to stay near your family. I hear a lot of people do that. Or do you want to be a snowbird, have a second location if you can afford it? Mm -hmm. So there's many, but weather. I always think about weather being the number one reason. Everybody moves to Florida, right? Maybe not. And this list is maybe going to be eye-opening. You have the top 10 states to retire in. So when you hear these, just in the back of your mind, keep in mind housing costs. You mentioned health care. Huge yep. for if, you know. Healthcare, nursing home. Oh, yeah. Um, proximity, how many hospitals are available, what's the proximity, quality of the care. All those different things they're looking at in I these, mean, so. what do you do when you're retired? Think about what you do. Mm-hmm. You want to go out and take a walk? Do you want the weather to be nice? Taxes are important, obviously. Walkability, you said. So that's uh, the background. And now we roll out the top 10. Yeah, so just real quick, I want to preface this quick by saying there can be a wide variety. You Google any list, they're all going to be different. Um, I looked up our wonderful home state of Wisconsin just out of curiosity, and it ranged anywhere from being 39th on the list, I'm guessing probably mostly due to weather, <laughs> Yeah. Um, all the way up to 8th on a, on a list of 8th best states retiring. Oh my gosh, it did make the top 10 on one list? It did, which I was a little surprised. Um, but some of the good things about Wisconsin, just real quick before we get in the top 10, is uh, there's a lot of things to do here. You know, maybe less in the winter, but um, you have breweries, festivals, wineries, all sorts of stuff. Nature, tons of hiking, yeah. a lot of good stuff to do. It's here. actually a very beautiful state. Yeah, it it's is. why everybody from <clears throat> Illinois comes up here. Exactly. In Door County, not just the Dells. Everybody thinks yeah. about the family in the Dells, but you go to northern Wisconsin, it it's just full of beautiful lakes. Yeah. The old supper clubs, right? Mm-hmm. We've got three major sports teams, Packers, yeah. Brewers, Bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, college teams, look at Marquette's ranked in the top 10 this yes, year. The are. Badgers, Madison, a great campus. Yeah. So there's a lot going on yes. in the state. I get the weather, though, because of maybe it's this week. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Last week, this week. Um, I thought we were done, right? I thought yes. we were going to get lucky this winter. Mm-hmm. Mm, and now so. it's, you get these warm-ups and everything goes away, and it's like, ah, yeah. oh, we're not quite done. And then it warms up, and we get it all again. Gosh. It's all over the place. Yep. We're almost there. We're almost to, right? What is it? Yes. February 25th today. So uh, let's go over yes. this. Are we going to start at 10 or 1? What do you want to do, Paul? Let's start at 10. Start at 10. And work our okay. way to kind of like Perfect. Letterman did his top 10. Perfect. We can do that. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to take any guesses at, at some <laughs> of these? And we can... Uh, can I get... You know what I will do? Or I can give you... But, but, but we don't want to give away number one yet. No. I do want to guess number one. Uh, but I'm not going to guess it now because I don't want to give it away. Okay. So I'll guess, I'll because they're starting with 10, I'll shoot for, I'll give you two states that I think are at the top. Okay. Besides my number one, so I'm not giving okay. away my number one. Arizona? Not in the top 10. Oh, my. No. Nope. Ooh, that's shocking. I was surprised when I saw that, too. Really? Um, Texas? Not in there, either. New Mexico? No. Oh, my. I'll, so I'll... So a lot more of this is is concentrated more in the center of the state and a little bit south. Okay. Um, then like pretty much nothing on the west coast or out west. Not south, Cali- not in the California. Southwest. Nope. 
Why would you want to live there anyway? I don't know who would want to live in California. <laughs> this is, this is Looneyville. All right, number 10. So number 10 we'll start with is Missouri. Um, so a few things they cited about Missouri. is said overall cost of living is pretty low. Uh, quality health care, some good tax advantages. Um, they pointed out you have a lot of either rural towns or you have big cities, right? You can live in St. Louis or Kansas City if yeah. if you like the big city. There's a couple options there for you. Midwest, right? It's yeah, got that it's feel a little bit, a yeah. little bit south of here, so not severe winters, I don't think. Yeah, but they I get think it's share. pretty mild in the winter. Huh? That so, that kind of surprises me. Yeah, and I think you're gonna kind of find uh, a similarity with quite a few of these that are kind of not kind of like that. All weather. It's not. Okay. So a lot of a lot of different stuff. Some other stuff they said about Missouri, a lot of recreation, abundance of lakes and parks, a lot of vineyards, craft breweries, barbecue restaurants, just a lot of stuff to do in just kind of a, a mild weather kind of climate. Uh, so you're, if you want to leave Wisconsin, uh, you get a little bit better, right, in Missouri in the winter. I'm typing in, where are the Ozarks located? Parts of uh, Missouri, right? Yes, I believe so. I, you know, the, the series on TV was really good. It got it me was. I watched it on Netflix. Was yep. it good? It was very good. I highly recommend it. It's good. It's one of those you can't wait for the next episode, right? Yeah. And I, it is located um, in Missouri, right? Yep. Wow. Uh, 33,000 square miles Huge. for the Ozarks. I've never been there. I haven't either. I've heard good things about it. I have too. You know, for recreational boating. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. maybe that's a big part of it. A lot yeah. to do mm-hmm. in the state of Missouri. Yeah, exactly. Um, number nine was kind of a surprising one for me up in the Northeast, which I wouldn't really think of too much, but Delaware, Delaware, um, Joe Biden's home state. Yes, that is correct. Um, but they said a lot of cultural opportunities. You have big cities around, right? So if you want to go like Philadelphia or New York or even Washington, DC, you're not too far away uh, from some spots like that. Um, beautiful coastline and beaches, although, I got to assume Delaware gets some of the winter, right? And oh, yeah. I don't know how often you're going to be on those beaches. Yeah. Um, probably pretty packed in the summer, but they're there. If you um, Google Delaware, the first thing that comes up, first two things are beaches. Oh, maybe there's a lot of beaches. I've never been to Delaware. Yeah, me either. But those, you know, Jersey has a lot of beaches yeah, too. So, so, and it's um, it's a pretty state yes. from what I, you know, and what is uh, Wilmington, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Wilmington. Pop- I'm yep. looking at popular destinations. That does surprise me. Number nine, Delaware. Yeah, I would think maybe winters and costs. I assume it's got to be rather expensive to live there because um, of the Northeast in general. But um, although I said very tax friendly, I think um, that's what really got it on the list. Uh, no state sales tax, no state inheritance tax, no state tax on Social Security. And you can even exclude part of your retirement income. Uh, from state taxes as well. So smart retirees are getting good advice from their advisors. Exactly. Um, And I will mention we are licensed in 28 states. The Coal Investment Um, Group, 28 states. Yes, 28 states. I mentioned your Phoenix, Arizona location. A a lot of folks that live in Wisconsin are snowboarders and spend some time down there. Yeah, also Florida, you mentioned Arizona, the Carolinas, California. Just name a few of the states that we're licensed in. 28 total. Yep, 28. Very, very cool. Yeah, so we have a lot of, especially Florida, Arizona, we have a lot of clients that do that. Okay, so number nine was Delaware. Number eight. So number eight, so if you want to take a shot at this, Paul, it's one of our neighbors just south. I wouldn't expect Well, it's not, them... not going to be uh, Illinois. It can't no, be. it's definitely in, not Illinois. It's not Indiana. Um, Ohio? Nope, a little, go a little further west. Um, what's out there? Kansas? What am I looking at? Iowa. Really? Iowa, yep. 
I don't know. I know we give Iowa a lot of flack, right? A bunch of corn. Yeah, What's I, in I Iowa? think of cornfields. Good <laughs> <That's>, football, right? <laughs> Good college yes. football. That's about it, though. <laughs> Des Moines, Cedar Rapids, Dubuque. Yeah, so, I mean, they've got some bigger cities mm-hmm. around, uh, stuff to do. Um, it was ranked uh, tied at the top with another state that's further up on the list, so I won't give it away quite yet, but... Good points for nursing care capacity, strong economy, low crime rates, uh, no Social Security tax. You can exclude some of your retirement income uh, from state tax if you're over 55. Uh, and overall, cost of living is pretty low, and there's a lot of outdoor stuff to do. Yeah, it seems like a solid Midwest. I've been through Iowa in my life, and yeah, yeah. you think of low crime, and, mm-hmm. and I think yeah. of cornfields, and yeah. you know, probably... A, a, Kind of middle America, yeah. right? Flyover country is what we're called. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So but maybe these are un, flying under the radar places. Yeah, maybe they might be. Um, and that's where, right, a lot of times, like you mentioned, we just think of weather, and that's really your main consideration, probably weather, or maybe where your family is. Yeah, they, they um, get their share of snow in Iowa. Yes, they do. That's probably, so. a, I would think, a little bit better than what we get. But yep. just a tad further south. Yeah, but you know, if you're retired, are you blowing your own driveway and shoveling? No. Probably not. No. You get somebody, or you're in a condo, or <laughs> yeah. you're somewhere else. So Someone's taking care of it. Do you really care? Yeah. Um, so for number seven, let's uh, we'll go down south, kind of okay. south southeast, if you want to. Southeast, uh, one of the Carolinas. A little nope. further south, Georgia. Yes, Georgia, number seven. That I that I get. Yeah, I. Georgia, I saw that. I said it made a lot of sense, right? I think you kind of think of nature in Georgia, but it's still got some big cities. You got Atlanta, Savannah, a lot of history in Georgia. Yeah, very pretty, too. I mean, yeah. Georgia, you go to Georgia. When I was in Georgia, I was surprised that there's pine trees here. You know, yeah. It just looked really pretty. Of course, Atlanta, right? Yes. Uh, but Georgia, just weather-wise? Yeah, weather, it's very affordable, they said. Uh, no tax on Social Security. Clearly, it borders Florida. Yep. So, so it's really, you know, it's got it. It's on the coast, so it's got yeah. some. I'm sure, sure it's got some beaches. beaches and stuff like that as well down there. Nice. That makes sense. So Georgia comes in a solid number seven. Yes. Um, Be, if you're just joining us, by the way, Chauncey Weisensell with the Kowal Investing Group. Later on, Jeff Kowal joining us for two different segments on today's show. We're talking about the top ten states to retire in, starting at ten. Was. Missouri, Delaware at nine, Iowa at eight, Georgia was seven, now number six. Number six. So this is your only one that's out west, uh, even remotely. Um, And if you're a big outdoors person, this might be a state for you. Nevada. Nope, not quite. Mm. Skiing. Colorado. Yes, Colorado. Makes sense. Once you said skiing. Yep. Um, That's why a lot of people go out there, right? There's a lot to do out in Colorado. So I think a lot of people take trips out there in the summer or the winter to go skiing. Just beautiful, too. Uh, yes, beautiful country. you got mountains, and you've got a pretty good choice of big cities or small towns if you want to live out there. Uh, you can kind of pick your pick your poison with kind of where you want to live. Um, but a lot of outdoors. If you really enjoy outdoors, a lot of people enjoy living in Colorado. And it's considered pretty tax-friendly as well. Um, uh, no taxes on Social Security, and a portion of uh, income is also exempt from state taxes in Colorado. Wow, Colorado, number six. Again, it wouldn't have come to mind, but... When you think of Denver, beautiful city, yeah. mm-hmm. good football. Yeah. You know? Not last year. But. <laughs> no, no. No, the Broncos, not, not very good. Russell Wilson didn't work out so well last and that, year. And that was the uh, the pack, that Nathaniel Hackett, right? Yep. And he got fired, didn't he? Yep. Wow. Yeah, that did not work out at all. No. Not not even remotely. Hey, they, 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 every team goes through their yes, time in the sun, do. ups and downs, yes, like do. we saw last year. Yes, unfortunately. Um. 
number five, go back on the East Coast. Um, kind of middle of the East Coast. Hmm. Middle of the East wouldn't be pencil. No. Oh, Carolinas, I said. That's not. Nope. I don't know. Virginia. Oh, I would have never guessed. Um, so some of the good things about. I've never been there. I I don't believe I have either. Other than maybe passing through when I was younger. I don't recall, yeah. though. But um, no state income tax and Social Security. Uh, deductions for retirement income. Um, good. So it's good on taxes. Williamsburg. Yes. Norfolk, Arlington. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of good spots. Out a lot of Virginia. wine countries. Yeah. In Virginia, that's a, that should be on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. I know some guys that want to be to all you know go to all yeah. fifty states before mm-hmm. before they croak. Yeah. It's their bucket list. <laughs> I'm not even close. I'm in the twenties. I've been good. to a lot of states. You got a lot of time left. Virginia is one of those that I would be very interested in going to. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of one that kind of flies under the radar. Like I think a lot of these on this list do. Um, but again, good marks for healthcare, overall affordability. Um, it's got it's on the coast, so it's got some coastal destinations, good countryside, and good cultural opportunities. It's got some large cities. It's pretty close by. Too. Good weather too, I would think, right? Virginia yes. far far enough south. Yeah, we'll probably still get a little bit of snow now and again, but nothing like yeah, not like us. We're used to it. <laughs> right. So Virginia at number five, we're getting there. Yes. So we're gonna go back to the northeast, and this one this one really shocked me. Um, any guesses? No, uh, I'll, if it shocked you, I'll say New York. No. Further north. Maine? Yes. Wow. Maine. I thought Maine would get crushed because I, I of its Maine, weather. Because of its weather, but it's pretty. You think of yes, fishing. it is. Been up to Maine. Um, it's, good, it's beautiful out there. Um, you have coast out there as well. Uh, a lot of stuff to do. Uh, high marks for quality of life, safety, health care costs, and quality of health care. Um, it also has the per- highest percentage of residents over 65. Kind of um, bunkport. Um, I'm looking at coastal pictures with like the lighthouse. And yeah, all- you always think the lighthouse yes. is on the coast. Yep. And um, so yes, Maine's very it's small a, state, right? I think Maine's, Maine's relatively large. I'm thinking, not what am huge, I, but yeah, was I thinking of Delaware? What's oh, Delaware is really tiny. New Hampshire is also very yes. tiny. They got a few really small ones out there. Yep, Vermont's uh, in there. New Hampshire. So Maine. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Maine's not that tiny now that I look at it. No. Um, not compared to some of those other ones uh, that you get in the northeast. But it's so far north. I know. And that was one of the, they said winters are cold. And just to give you, uh, I think some of these weight them differently. Uh, one I actually saw had Maine in the bottom five when I looked at a list of all 50. Right. And again, um, citing your source was yeah. Travel and Leisure magazine? Yep. Travel and Leisure is this where I found I mean, it's article, equivalent so. with Montreal on the, if, if you go straight over. Yeah. yeah. And Nova Scotia's right over, you know, <laughs> right off the coast. Just might as well retire in Nova Scotia. <laughs> Prince Edward Island. I, you know, you look at Maine. But yeah. uh, maybe the, in the summer, Maine would be beautiful. Well, I don't I know if you'd you, want to stay there in the winter. I if bet you're you it's gorgeous in summer, yeah. just like us, right? Yeah. Like Wisconsin. Exactly. So there's, again, it's not all. Always weather, it's housing, healthcare, crime. Yep. You talked about walkability, things to do. Maine is number four. We're getting there. Number three. Number three. Um, back to kind of East Coast, Middle America. Um, number three will lock in Kentucky. Oh. That... Never would have thought Kentucky either. Yeah, so we drove there last year yeah. and gorgeous. Yeah, you go to Kentucky, think of... Bourbon. Bourbon Trail, yeah, which uh, Jeff has talked about his yes. love of. Uh, he's done some tours yes, with yes. clients and listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louisville, beautiful. Mm-hmm. 
as a city and the countryside with the horse farms, just absolutely stunning. Yeah. So it's another kind of under the radar one. It's not like, oh, it's going to be really hot and warm all the time. And Mountains. Um, nice yeah. springs. They always talk about the early spring in Kentucky, yeah. how beautiful it is. Um, yeah. So ranked high in affordability, low overall cost of living and sales tax, no social security tax on the state level. Uh, certain forms of retirement income are exempt. Housing is affordable. Property taxes are below average. Makes sense. Um, and if you still like the changing the seasons, you still get that in Kentucky. You do. You, um, you certainly do. Um, dormant in the winter, but not really snow. Yeah. It was just kind of, when we were down there, the grass was kind of brownish, right? Yeah. But they talked about, hey, spring is soon, and we were there in February. Yeah. So they get an early spring. I was surprised that Churchill Downs, first time I was there was about a year ago. We did a tour. Mm-hmm. And you think of the Kentucky Derby from what you see yeah. on TV. Mm-hmm. The surrounding neighborhood is kind of dumpy. Oh, really? Yeah, and they told us about it when we were doing the tour. It's like, mm-hmm. you might be surprised. that, they, But the Derby itself is, it's like the Indy 500, yeah. right? Uh, it's like being at Lambeau Field. It's a destination. Yeah. yeah. So Kentucky is at number three, and here we are, the top two, number two. So number two, right around Kentucky, if you want to take a shot at it. Right around Kentucky. Vermont. That's nope. not near Kentucky. No. <laughs> What's near Kentucky? Another southern one. No, kind of middle southern. Uh, smaller state. You got me. West Virginia. See, I would have never. You you said Virginia was number five. West Virginia is number two. Yep. So this one got um, very high ranks for um, 21% of the population is over 65 uh, in West Virginia. So a lot of like-minded people. Um a lot of services directed towards seniors, and this one was uh, tied with, I think it was uh, Iowa or Delaware, one of those two, um, for senior care facilities and in a, in a very good health care system. Well, there you go. For retirees, yeah. think about that. West Virginia is the 10th smallest state by area, ranks as the 12th least populous state. Yeah. And you think of West Virginia, you probably don't think of like high crime and no, Big you're cities. thinking of mountains and probably a little bit more bourbon whiskey again. Uh, yes, okay, um, maybe this is a Natural beauty. Hey, um, rank number two, Travel yeah. and Leisure Magazine. Yeah. West Virginia. Okay, drum roll, number one. I'm, I'm sure you got this one loaded in the chamber, Okay, because I said I was going to guess number one. Yeah. Florida. Of course. Has to be Florida, right? For so many reasons. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like who doesn't like going? To, I'm going. I'm going to Florida in a couple of weeks, and I'm probably going to go again in July. Such a big um, state, too. It is. Whether you're in Panhandle all the way down mm-hmm. to Miami, or if you're in the Keys, yeah, uh, there's and, a lot to do. And both sides, the Gulf yeah. side and mm-hmm. the and what does it say for Florida? Things um, that we are pre- we probably know, right? Yeah. Well, obviously, it's a sun, sunshine state yeah. for a reason. They said um, lots of beaches, golf courses. Um, yeah, it gets kind of hot in the summer, right? But that's when you go to head out to the beach or go to the mall or sure. play some golf. Turn on the air conditioning. Yeah, turn on your air. Um, lots of theaters, museums. I mean, they have a lot of stuff for all the tourists that come down there, right? So uh, lots no. of restaurants, shops. Am I right there's no income tax? Correct. No state income tax in now, Florida. I, if you're retired, maybe it doesn't matter. I, I That's like Tiger Woods. We hear about celebrities moving to yeah, Florida. Yeah, and I was thinking while I was reading this, you hear about like, Free agency NFL, right? They come, yeah. oh, they're getting an offer from Tampa or Miami. Well, maybe they're going to go down there. 
Maybe it's the same amount of money, maybe even a little less money, but they don't have to pay state income tax on their $40 million. Tom Brady (laughs) to to the Buccaneers. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville. I mean, a few. Miami Dolphins. Yep. Baseball teams. Florida's got everything. Yes, it does. And the weather. Of course, winters are phenomenal. That's why everybody goes to Florida. That does not surprise me. What did surprise me, and we'll go over these really quickly, was that Arizona did not make the list because I love that state. I was surprised. I don't know if... Crime in Arizona, if that may Phoenix, be part of it. Phoenix is rough. Yeah. You know, Scottsdale is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and then if you drive up in the mountains by like Sedona, Flagstaff. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff to see out in Arizona. It's dry. It's yeah. not that humid, sticky. I like it, but you know, there's other factors than weather. So here we go. Number one, Florida. The top 10 states to retire in. Not a surprise, right? Two was West Virginia. Three was Kentucky. Four, Maine. Five, Virginia. Six, Colorado. Seven, Georgia. Eight, Iowa. That I would have never guessed. Me neither. (laughs) Nine was Delaware, and ten was Missouri. Those are the top ten states to retire in. Chauncey did his homework on this. Yes. And uh, that was a good list. And it it just makes you think, when you retire, is it all about weather? No, it's not, right? And then just a couple, just to reiterate a few of the things they said. They look at cost of living, taxes, obviously the weather, um, quality and amount of hospitals, nursing care, things to do, quality of life, safety, crime rates. Um, all those different things. And, um, you know, a lot of people vacation to these spots and they like it. I'd say if you're going to yeah. think about moving there, stay there for a little bit longer um, than just a week, once or twice here or there, um, and just really kind of get a feel for it. But, um, you know, those are some states to maybe check out if you're exactly. looking to move. Let's say Virginia. I've never been to Virginia. Let's yeah. go there. Yeah, exactly. Let's check it out. Uh, so those that was a good list and yeah. kind of makes you think about your own retirement, right? Maybe you split time or maybe you're just going to outright move out of Wisconsin. Yeah. The top 10 states to retire in. Jeff Kowal and Aaron Kowal coming up next, the boss segment with Aaron. And Jeff has got some stuff on taxes. Yeah, some stuff that you can do now still while we're early in the year to kind of help your tax situation towards the end of the year. So he's got some good tips there. That's next. As the retirement clinic continues, we've got the sexy segment to reach out with questions, to talk to an advisor or any questions about this show. You can call the Kowal Investment Group at 262-522-4040 or check out the Kowalway.com. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. It's that time of year again. Tax season is in full swing. As a business owner, you want to find all the deductions available to you to maximize your federal income tax savings. I know understanding the deductions as well as non-deductible business expenses can feel overwhelming. So here's a simple breakdown of four types of deductions available to small business owners. Number one, business expenses. You can deduct any ordinary and necessary expenses related to running your business. This includes items such as office supplies, professional fees, travel expenses, utilities, and so on. Number two, employee wages. The IRS allows you to deduct employee wages and salaries as a business expense. This includes payroll taxes, bonuses, and other employee benefits. Three, home office. Using part of your home for business purposes means you can deduct a portion of the associated expenses, such as mortgage interest and property taxes. Four, rent and lease payments. Costs associated with renting an office space or equipment for your business can be deducted. Again, this is just a simple breakdown. Be sure to work with a professional to understand the deductions available to you and how to best maximize your federal income tax savings. 
If you need professional recommendations for your small business, give our office a call today at 262-522-4040 or visit thekowalway.com. Um, yeah, these are seven things that you can do right now to save on your tax bill for next year. So this is for 2023. And even though the year has just begun, uh, tax filing deadline for 2023 is more than a year away. But you could get a jump on your planning and maybe lock in some big tax savings. Uh, this is a Barron's article I thought was really good because it talks about, and we uh, emphasize this in our, our office, about um, a sense of urgency and doing things right away. Um, now, some things, and I'll go through with uh, some ideas, should wait till later in the year. Like if uh, you anticipate that the markets are going to go up, take your RMD later in the year, because if you, again, if you anticipate that the markets are going to go up and you have to take your required minimum distribution, and this year it's at age 73 or better, and then if you're a beneficiary of, uh, of the IRA, you have to take your required minimum distribution. Um, but also it makes sense to, if the, if you anticipate the markets are going to go up and you have to liquidate uh, funds to come up with the cash for the required minimum distribution, uh, wait till the end of the year. If you anticipate that the market is going to go down, then you would take the RMD earlier in the year, like now. Um, but making some smart moves uh, earlier in the year uh, versus later in the year, especially gift. Let's start with gifting to family members because gifts are consist consistently made. Uh, if gifts are made consistently at the beginning of the year, they amount to significantly more over long term, thanks to longer compounding returns. So most people wait to give gifts at the end of the year, but um, a lot of times it makes sense to give it at the beginning of the year. Uh, because they can use the money earlier. If they invest it, they have uh, 10 or 11 more months that they can take advantage of compound interest. So that's the first thing that if you're thinking about gifting. So if you have a 30, you give $34,000 gifts, buy a couple each year to a kid, uh, to a child as an example, um, the annual gift tax exclusion is $17,000. If you double that, a husband and wife can give $34,000 to a child. So and that, that amount uh, compounds over the years. Um, and I thought that this was kind of interesting because they did a, a, uh, an analysis. $34,000 gift uh, at 5% interest over 10 years would be $448,000 to the kids. Uh, so the, you know, the, and that amounts, if you give it at the beginning of the year, it turns out to be about $21,000 more at 5%, not guaranteed, by the end of the decade. Uh, so give the gift earlier in the year. Another is top off your retirement accounts. With stock values still down more than 10%, uh, consider accelerating retirement plan contributions this year to snap up stocks to, at potentially bargain prices. Uh, most 401ks allow you to accelerate your uh, contributions. Uh, in 2023, 401ks and 403bs uh, were boosted because you from t uh, to $22,500 that you could put into your 401k and 403b. Um, and, and last year it was at $20,500, so it's an increase of $2,000. And people 50 and older can contribute $30,000 this year, so a $7,500 catch up. Uh, so it's $30,000 this year you can put into your 401k. Individual retirement accounts limits are, are bumped to $6,500 from 6000 
plus an additional $1,000 for ketchup if you're over age 50. So that's $7,500. So you can put $37,500 away into your 401k and IRA if you qualify. Uh, And if you put that into a Roth, I still strongly suggest that. I strongly suggest paying the taxes up front. Um, Lower tax, uh, President Trump's tax cuts still are in place for another couple of years. I would take advantage of that. Next is uh, finesse your tax bracket. Estimate your taxable income for 2023 as early as possible to just understand how close you are in the tax brackets. And we've got some new sophisticated uh, tax software in our office. Uh, And Chauncey is is very good at making sure that we do a great analysis of your taxes. Um, So you take advantage of that. But you you might want to shave back your taxable income to land a lower tax bracket. Um, you can try to avoid taking money out of your retirement accounts uh, and, and do other things. If you're taking requirement minimum distributions, think about making qualified charitable distributions from your IRA to avoid the tax on those RMDs. So what is that? If you're 70 and a half or better, <clears throat> the IRS rules allow for $100,000 contribution made directly from an IRA to a charity to count towards satisfying your required minimum distribution but you're not taxed on that uh, uh, requirement on the uh, charitable distribution. You're not taxed on that income, even though if you're 73 or better, it does count towards your required minimum distribution. So that's a great way to save on taxes as well. Next, harvest your losses, sell losing investments to offset gains throughout the end of the year. Um, so again, you can wait till the end of the year, but you might miss some of the dips. And so we suggest that you consider doing it throughout the year. <clears throat> and then the last one is convert your asset IRA assets to a Roth. Especially now you have there there is no you could convert a hundred percent of it if you wanted to, uh, but you have to be uh, aware of um, um, Medicare premiums. You have to be aware of the next tax bracket higher. But I like the idea of converting IRAs to Roth IRAs. And again, if you do it earlier in the year where you anticipate the market is down, all those assets then would grow tax-free in your Roth IRA. Just a couple of, I think, pretty great ideas for you uh, to, to take a look at uh, affecting your taxes uh, earlier in the year. Do some things earlier in the year instead of waiting till the end of the year to do it. Okay, back to you guys. Well, we heard from Aaron Kowal with the Boss Segment, Business Owners, Savings, and Security. Every week we do that. So then we heard from Jeff, and Jeff had some good stuff on taxes, things we can do early in the year. Yes, it's still early in yes, the year. It's not it March yet, Chauncey. No, I mean, even March is still pretty early in the year. Right? still got another nine months to go, but um, still yet things to look at. You know, Jeff kind of mentioned a few things I'll just kind of highlight is gifting, right? Maybe look at doing it now. Um you know, some of that kind of depends on the market. He mentioned kind of along those lines as well, taking out your requirement distribution, right? If you think the market's going to go up throughout the year, maybe hold off on your required minimum distribution. Uh, wait, let your accounts recover a little bit from the market being down. Take it out while the market's high instead of selling while it's low. But if you think, hey, this year's going to suck again <laughs> right? and everything's going to go further down, maybe take it now before your account value is even lower and you're forced to take it at That's, the end of the year. Yeah, the RMDs. And that that is something that you kind of need an advisor to help you out yeah. with. Or because how many people think about that on a daily basis? Not a lot. I mean, a lot yeah. of people, it ends up, oh, it's the end of the year. Oh, crap, I haven't taken my exactly. RMD yet. I need to take it exactly. now. And you're kind of pigeonholed and uh, you have to take You don't have a choice unless you 
want to get hit with pretty hefty penalties. Yeah. So um, that and another big one, I think, is kind of projecting your income for the year, right? Sit back, kind of take a look. How much am I going to gonna make this year? Do I need to adjust uh, withholding my paychecks? Or if I'm taking money from my retirement accounts, do I need to adjust withholding there at all? Um, just kind of make sure you're good. And if you're going to have a year with down income, maybe looking at doing some Roth conversions for the, throughout the year as well. Yeah, that's it was all good stuff. And Jeff's going to be back after the break. We have... The sexy segment. It, wealth management and preservation is kind of the backbone of what that segment's about, but each yeah. week it's a different topic. Any kind of clue? Uh, so Jeff's going to talk about some big mistakes people make with estate planning. Ooh. Yes. Estate planning mistakes. Those are always kind of interesting. Uh, yes, they are. Jeff's always got good stuff, <laughs> yes. and he will be with us after the break. Stay tuned as a retirement clinic with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist with Chauncey Weisensell in studio. Jeff Kowal joining us, as I said, coming up with the sexy segment, and there's a lot more. Stay tuned. News Talk 1130 WISN. Shake it up. The Wealth Management and Preservation segment, well, this show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. Uh, having more money can be sexy once you've accumulated some wealth, a million dollars, two million, three million or more. How do you preserve it, grow it, take income from it, and pass it on to your heirs? That's been the focus of this segment for years, and that's what the focus is today. I want to talk about the biggest mistakes people make with their wills. It's based on a, a Wall Street Journal article, but I want to start with talking about trusted partners. Uh, these are attorneys and CPAs, great local professionals who are independent of Kowal Investment Group, and they're not dependent on us for a paycheck. So they are indeed completely independent. When we talk about us acting as fiduciaries, always acting in the best interest of the clients, and putting our clients' interests first, that extends to our trusted partners as well. So when you look at the biggest mistakes that people make with their wills, uh, obviously the first one is not doing anything at all. Um, but everybody knows they should have a will, and not having one can just leave a big mess for heirs. So first thing is procrastinating. And of course, when you when you think about uh, death and planning for it, it can be uncomfortable and it can also be costly, but you have to sit down and do something about it. You have to reduce your thoughts to writing. And, um, you know, last minute preparation, uh, a lot of times people do it when they go on a trip or something like that. Uh, again, that's, uh, I would not procrastinate. I would not wait for that. I would try to get it done right away. And we've, we talk about this all the time. Create a sense of urgency, both in your retirement planning, your investment planning, but also with your wills and trusts. The next is dropping large inheritances in heirs' laps. Um, when you're leaving a significant amount of money to heirs, uh, that can be troublesome to some people who may not be uh, able to or ready to handle that type of responsibility. Um, a better option might be to leave the assets to, to a trust and manage the assets after death. Such trusts can offer tax and asset protection advantages to the beneficiaries. Then they can also be designed so that a divorcing spouse or creditor from a lawsuit cannot reach the trust assets. That's, um, that's a big issue. 
Uh, if you are concerned about sometime in the future, or even if you're not concerned about it, things can happen where uh, a kid or uh, can't get divorced and then the, uh, the ex-spouse has access to the money. Well, you want to try to avoid the, avoid the uh, unintended beneficiaries. And it can even go beyond that. So you have to be careful with that. Uh, and that's where a lot of times a trust uh, can be a better uh, alternative or addition to uh, doing a will. Next is forgetting digital assets. As more people invest in cryptocurrency and NTFs, it becomes critical to ensure someone will have the ability to access digital wallets and, and um, you know things like that. We, we and especially if you have uh, passwords, you know it's uh, we've we've all experienced that where you forget your own and how so how would you know somebody else's? So you have to be aware of that. Next is not making regular updates. Um, write it down. Uh, and, and forget it. It's not said it and forget it. Uh, but a lot of times people think if you write it down, it's done forever. Well, that's not the, the case. They should be updated every five to 10 years. Intentions and circumstances can change. And as they say, life happens. Things can happen. There can be marriages. You might um, uh, want to change beneficiaries. Your kids may grow up and you may have different intentions for it, uh, for the money or the way that they receive the money. And people who made out the wills years earlier can change their minds about who would get what and what charities to support and the appropriateness of guardians for kids too. So, um, and it also can address things like nursing home um, uh, or executor might be also uh, unable to perform. So um, be aware of that. The executor is somebody who basically handles your estate once somebody passes away. So be aware that, that you know it could happen to them that the executor could either be dead or estranged or in a nursing home un, in, uh, not uh, incapacitated so again not, not making regular updates is another one of the mistakes that people make with their wills another one is mismatching beneficiaries uh, even if you have an updated will or, or trust many times people forget to update their beneficiary designations uh, on other things such as pension accounts IRAs, other investments, life insurance products, because a beneficiary designation generally supersedes a will. In other words, if you have a beneficiary on your IRA, it doesn't matter what your will says. It matters who the beneficiary is on your IRA. So when you're updating your wills and trust, make sure that you also take a look at updating your beneficiaries on um, insurance policies, on your 401k, on pensions, and everything else. It's an ongoing process to make sure that things match up and that your wishes are implemented. Um, not allowing for flexibility uh, is another mistake. Sometimes wills and trusts are worded in ways that cause unintended consequences, such as leaving more or less than desired to an individual or a charity. Um, and again, just be aware of it. They give an example in this article. Imagine a man with an estate worth $10 million whose will says to leave a million dollars to charity and the rest to the children. Under that scenario, the children would get $9 million. But if the estate value drops, there's not only worth $4 million, the charity still receives a million and the kids only get $3 million. So a $10 million estate, leave a million to charity, rest to the kids, nice that the kids get $9 million. But again, if the estate drops to $4 million for whatever reason, now the estate, the charity still gets a million and the kids only get $3 million. And I'm not sure that that's what the intent really might have been. 
And then the last thing uh, is not heading off conflicts. Uh, conflicts between heirs tend to happen most often when they are surprised by the contents of wills and, tr and trust. Uh, that's what's, according to Mr. Forrester, is a Los Angeles attorney. He, commend, he recommends clients be upfront with the beneficiaries about their intentions. While these conversations can be hard, having them in advance mitigates the risk of, re of resentment and possibly litigation. Now, let's be honest. We've seen it in, our, in my 40-plus years working with this. If there's even a small amount involved, it doesn't have to be a $10 million estate. It could be a $10,000 estate. If there's any money involved, there, there is possibility of conflicts among the heirs. So just try to head those things off. So this was the biggest mistakes people make with their wills. Uh, you can always listen to the podcast again and, and uh, uh, get these ideas. Uh, but hope, hopefully this has been helpful to you with our sexy segment. You call our office at 262-522-4040 or schedule a time to get together with one of our fiduciary advisors by going to thekoalway.com. busy retirement clinic today hearing from Aaron Kowal, Jeff Kowal, and Chauncey Weisensell in studio today with the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. I'm Paul Cronforst. Uh, thoughts on Jeff's sexy segment, estate planning, things to avoid, mistakes you don't want to make? Yeah, so there's, I think there's a lot of good stuff in there, but just a couple things as kind of crypto and NFTs become more popular, um, those can be very, very tricky assets to leave to your heirs. Uh, typically, we don't see a lot of older people using those too much. Um, when you're in your retirement, now don't really fit good in the retirement portfolio. Um, but those are some things that are very tricky. And just kind of do general updates, make, meet with an attorney. If you don't have an attorney, we have a good list of trusted partners we can uh, recommend you to as well. Oh, yeah, we've used on the show, we've had many estate planning attorneys yep. as guests over the years. Mm -hmm. So just reach out to the Kowal Investment Group. Yeah, reach out, give us a, a call, uh, set up a meeting, uh, and we're happy to put you in touch with any trusted partners if you have any needs for estate planning. Chauncey, we had a busy show, and as we wrap it up, and thank everybody for tuning in, remember locations in Waukesha, Maine, that's the world headquarters that we talk about, mm -hmm. in Port Washington up in Ozaukee County, beautiful, right? Lake Michigan, that's yep. a, talk about a state to retire in. If it is Wisconsin, there's some neat communities. Yeah. Port Washington is beautiful. I never even realized I, I'm actually going to be up there next week one day. The downtown gorgeous? That's Our office is right downtown there. It's yeah. right on the lake. Sometimes if it's, the weather's nice, we have a little patio. I just go sit out there with my laptop. Oh, if it's and summer? It's fantastic. The, there's a blues festival there. There's a lighthouse you can yeah. walk out to. Mm -hmm. And the bluff, of course, the yeah. church at the top of the hill, the main street. Very pretty cities in our state. So they've got an office there yep. in Port. Phoenix, Arizona. You're licensed in 28 states, did you say? Yep, 28 states. Uh, and Racine, of course, right off the freeway. Aaron Spitzner talks about he works out of that office at Highway 20. And then Heartland. Recently added Heartland as a location. Uh, the best way to reach out is just pick up the phone, right, John? Yeah, pick up the phone. Give us a call, 262-522-4040. Um, happy to set up uh, any meetings, answer any questions uh, that it's needed. Uh, you can also give us uh, check our website out at thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, uh, way.com. TheKowalWay.com. Of course, Monday through Friday, soon, Chauncey, you and a cast of thousands. <laughs> thousands. <laughs> or maybe dozens or whatever it is. <laughs> yes. You hear from Aaron Spitzner, uh, Joe Still, Marie McFarland, Marie, John. Jeff, Aaron, yep. John White, yep. yourself, uh, Ray Arndt is on. Yep. Those are market updates, the business reports covering the day's activities in the markets, and that's during the Mark Belling Late Afternoon Show, 3 and 5 p.m. 
Monday through Friday. This show is back next Saturday at 10 a.m., the Retirement Clinic. Thanks, Trotsy. Yeah, it was fun to be here. I had some fun topics. I enjoyed that top 10 states to retire in. Yeah, I thought that'd be, that's a fun thing to go through. This is kind of a dream, if nothing else, and just kind of yeah. plant the seed, things to think about. And it threw me. Outside of Florida, the others yeah. kind of threw me for a loop. Yeah, it's just some, some different things that you should consider if you're looking at moving to another state. And like I said, all the lists are different, but it, if nothing else, it's some good ideas. It, it, it certainly is. Uh, have a great weekend, Chauncey. Yes, you too, Paul. And our listeners, to you, I say thank you for joining us. We're back next Saturday. I'm Paul Cronforce, WISN's Retirement Clinic. Stay tuned for news coming up next. Mm-hmm.